0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bike Time. My name is Terry Toot, yeah. and today's show is Let's Play. Today we're gonna to discuss yeah. the Edward Hyan speakers and yeah. other devices that spun off from these corporations that are making these speakers. Also, let's we'll also discuss uh, the one of the top music label companies in the world just decided to do something different ladies and gentlemen you know that's what, you know it we talk about it every weekend you know even though we're going to still talk about a little bit but we want to keep everybody in mind where we get diversified so that's what we're going to do today we're going to talk about that and you know i took a trip up to westchester new york you might not be playing football we'll talk about that few sad things we got to talk about. We'll get into that. And also, Thanksgiving's coming up. We'll get into that also. I know everybody likes a good turkey sandwich or whatever, but we're going to get into that. And what else? We will discuss a few more other things. But like I said, it is November 19th. And can you believe it? Thanksgiving is next week. It's just right around the corner. Nice and low and smooth. Okay, nice and smooth. We're gonna do the transition slowly but sure. And that's where it was going on a little low. Was coming up to an end, and we will get into it. And eventually, we will. We'll land in the All right. How's everyone doing today? Uh, it's a nice crispy day here in Maryland. I think the temperature is in the thirties. Last I checked. Yes, saying it's thirty nine degrees here, so that's pretty cool. We're not in Buffalo, New York, and those areas south of that where they're really getting five and six inches of feet of snow. Woo! I do not wish that. Please, I'm hoping the people in Western New York are okay, safe. I have some friends up there. And family, and I just hope they're safe because uh, that's a lot of snow. And within that area with the what they call the lake effect snow where the water temperatures are warm and the air is cold when those two get together. It's not like a weatherman now, but it's true. I took other science clients, and that's what it is. So when the warm weather, cold air get together over a body of water, you're going to have precipitation, and then it just falls. So. That's how that works. Okay. So uh, I'm not uh, Mr. G, weatherman. So <laughs> so we're going to move on. What else I want to do? Oh, please. Uh, let's see. We're going to talk about the three football players from the University of Virginia. I'm going to dedicate this show to them. Uh, the names of the ball players: Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry, and Laval Davis, Jr., they were all football players. They went to a uh, show in in uh, D.C. about Emmett Till. And the gentleman that shot them had the gun on him. And I guess he had said something about they were messing with him, and he just started shooting people. Um, it's unfortunate that such a great event they went to uh, to play about Emmett Till, the young man that was killed by the, the racist crowd down in Mississippi. And they come back and they get killed by their own people. So once again, my deepest sympathy goes out to the families of Devin Chandler, to Sean Perry, and Laval Davis Jr. It's not a fun time for a holiday where you can't even spend it with your own child because he's no longer here. Not only do you have to prepare, you're going to prepare for not having your child. So you got to prepare, you know, Thanksgiving dinner that can wait. You got to prepare for a funeral for your child. No one should have to go through this, especially around the holidays. Who wants to have the the task and saying goodbye to your child who was doing good in school and, you know, he was an athlete. Some uh, I think one of them was projected to be an NFL ball player. Now they can't even go home anymore. Their home is going to be in in another place, not at home. So it's really sad that these parents aren't able to hug and kiss their children anymore. So like I said, my deepest sympathy to the Chandler family, the Perry family, and the Davis family. My deepest sympathy to all of you. All right. These gun laws has gotta change. I'm just gonna say it out. There. I'm not a justice person, but it's gotta change, ladies and gentlemen. These gun laws are too lax. That guy was able to get a gun after he got out from his probation. He this is ridiculous once again my deepest sympathy to those University of Virginia ball players all right we're gonna dedicate this show to them also okay we're just gonna dedicate it to them you know we got to I mean that's the best I can do all right um what else we're we gonna talk about Oh, uh, like I said and then like I said today's show we're gonna talk about the music companies and then we're gonna talk about how these speaker companies have spun up into different areas of technology like uh, a wireless speakers, earbuds, still hearing, communicating, but they're diversifying themselves, um, headsets, excuse me, uh, sunglasses with uh, MP3 player f- uh, files in there. So we're going to talk about that also, all right? So let's see, last weekend... I took a trip to see my nephew's final game. Kevin, at, the, at uh, Pace University, they lost the game. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, they were winning ten to three. The other team, Bentley University, from out of Massachusetts, if, I can, if I'm correct, they uh, they were getting beat ten to three. Next thing you know, they replaced the quarterback, and the guy—he big quarterback too. He's real big. He just threw a bomb, just laid it out there. The guy, um, the wide receiver saw it. The ball player for Pace overplayed it. They caught the ball. Bam, touchdown. And, uh later on in that game, Pace had an opportunity to take a lead again. Kicker missed the field goal. He had made a field goal prior at 46 yards now. I think it was a simple kick. I think it was like a 35 yard. He missed it. Going to overtime. Uh Pace had an opportunity to score. I think the coach got a little greedy. And then the other team came down, scored a touchdown, bam. Two point conversion, bam. Pace loss. But it was a uh, um it was a great game. It was all kind of innuendos you could think of for a final home game. It was my last it was the last game for my nephew. His career is all up. I was a collegiate athlete, and I can say this. I just want to say the young man did really good. He really worked his tail off, and I was just informed on Wednesday that he was named Offensive Lineman of the Year for the Northeastern Conference that he plays in the Division Two. So I'm very proud of him. So, I mean, he's the most valuable player in the conference. That's phenomenal. So my, my brother – Kevin and his wife, Leslie, did a phenomenal job getting a young man prepared for college and in life. He's getting, he's getting his degree, and uh, we're all happy for him. And next up could possibly be the NFL. So we are really, really, really happy for him. So we are going to move on and talk about today's show. So the first and foremost, we're going to talk about Universal Music Group, and they're a phenomenally big company. They are of Dutch and American um, ownership. So it's a multinational company. So this is what we're going to do. Okay. So first and foremost, um, you know, I said, I'm going to sign this person to a label. I'm going to sign him to a label. Okay. So. I had to do some digging and find out what's a label in music terms. So label is, um, record labels are companies, large or small, that manufacture, manufacture, distribute, and promote the recordings of affiliated musicians. Essentially, record labels work to sell the brand of the artists and the products they create, all right? So that's something I didn't even know. And in the case of Universal Music Group or NVE, I learned this too. So when you hear MV, uh, N is a Nancy, V is in Victor. That means in Dutch is Nam Luz, uh, van Namluvenootschap. And MV is a public limited company, an open, open co- corporation in Dutch. That's what basically what it means, okay? Um, it's a limited liability, all right? So that's a little something I learned myself. Drink. okay. So, um, yeah, so we're gonna talk about them, but let's give you a background on, on uh, um, UN Universal Music Group. So, basically, the history starts off <clears throat> as Decca Records, okay. Um, you know, they were a small little music company, start off this is back in the 30s and. You know how was it music the payola, all that stuff that was going on, and this is one of the companies that came about. So Decca Records um, spun out was part of you know a mo- different companies, okay, and then Decca today is part of the NBC Universal, okay. The Decca Records company, uh, England, spun the De- American Decca in 1939. And then MCA incorporate merged with Deca Records in 1962. So this is what I'm saying. A merge is taking place. This is back in the day, 1962. Okay, then we're going to move on. Um, so things change. And then um, Panasonic, Matsushita, Electric, uh, Greedy Choir, MCA. Don't forget, Deca was part of that group. Uh, $6.5 billion. Okay. And then uh it says here, and then also Seagram's, uh, you know, the wines, the spirits, and stuff like that. They bought 80% of MCA from uh from which is Panasonic techniques. Okay. <laughs> and on my birthday in 1996, a company formed Universal Studios, okay? And now it's gone. Now don't forget now there's all kind of conglomerates that are going on here. You know, shares are being bought. This is a time when a lot of people were doing this stuff like in the uh early in the nineties, you had your um the hedge fund companies were there. It was just the then the broker from brokerage firms that were coming in there. Okay. So and then came in nineteen eighty eight, uh Seagrum purchase polygram. Everyone knows Polygram, uh, you know, Ohio players, those type of groups are on there. Uh, An emergency university music group in 1999. Okay. Okay, so we're going to move on from 2007 to 2012. uh, Universal Music Group acquired EMI, which is the European label that's you've heard of them. EMI, I think they handle YouTube. We're going to get into all that. We're going to get into all that, okay? So in 2000, um, June of 2007. UMG acquired Sanctuary, which uh, eventually became UMG's entertainment merchandising and brand division. The company represents artists such as uh, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, Kanye West, and partnered with retailers Barney's, Dooming Dance, and Suffrages. Okay. All right. And then we're going to keep going on where um, it says here uh, Universal sold some of its catalogs to Spotify. Spotify, you know who Spotify is. my uh, podcast is on Spotify. If you want to hear it uh any of my other shows is on there. you get music from offdam. Spotify is a streaming service. so now you have music from Universal Music Group also on Spotify All right uh if you ever have you heard another uh, name of Doug Morris, Doug Morris was in charge of Warner Music um then he went over to Universal and another person took over as in lucian grange and so it's don't forget now there's there's other entities inside the universal music okay so let's like it get, let's get it twisted there's all kind of entities in here and so you leave ceo of one corporation you can become a ceo like in this case right here so I became chairman of sony music group um and then Interscope, you know Interscope is. Uh, Dr. Dre, uh, Jimmy Irvine, they run that. And, you know, Snoop Dogg, all those groups, uh, NWA, they're part of Interscope also. And it's like I'm saying, it's just you're going from one company to another, and then you got hedge fund. Now you got the hedge fund companies coming and say, Listen, okay, I like this. I'm gonna buy thirty forty uh, percent shares. I want a forty percent ownership here then another company comes in, listen, I want another, I want in too. So you're going to have these different companies that are sharing catalogs of music. Now, don't forget now, you still have the artists like the Beatles in here. We're going to get into all that, okay? Okay, so hope everyone's enjoying themselves. Thank you, Rosemary and Woody. I appreciate you, uh, Mr. Woody Bush, for um, stopping in and listening to my show. I appreciate it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right, so. And here's a little something. In 2011, uh, Universal Music Group, uh, Interscope, Gaffin, and m Records began signing contestants from American Idol. Um, then they're saying here at the same time that they would donate 200,000 MasterCop recordings from 1920 to 40s uh to the library of congress that's that's you know that's that's exciting you you never know who's in there okay old school music from the 20s to the 40s that's and you gave that to the library of congress okay that's phenomenal that's great all right so emi is a european label that's under uh universal also okay so we got more good stuff here Um, so we're going to talk about some more mergers that occurred, um, later on. And I just want to, let's say, once again, I want to say thank you, Rosemary and Mr. Woody Bush. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, like I tell everybody every weekend, you know, I'm not a professional here. I'm just a person that, you know, just want to meet and greet people. Uh, you know, give them information that I ascertain or I have, uh, found and enjoy talking to you. I'm like I said, I'm just a I'm not a navigator. I'm only a person that's trying to give you the best information in IT. And then when we get into the music part, I'm just giving you information that I feel is not so much pertinent, but that I think that you'll enjoy hearing. And if, I, if, I, if I'm giving you incorrect information, you're more than welcome to follow up and give me correct information, criticisms, and I don't have a problem with that, okay? So I'm just going to, real quick, I'm going to type in here, I'm going to tell Rosemary and Mr. Woody, Woody Bush thank you for listening. Okay, let's get back in. Real quick, that's nice people. They're probably nice people. Thank you for listening to the show. I really appreciate it always. All right. All right, so let's keep this thing going. So, as you know, Universal is a very large company. Like I said, start off Decca of Records, and then it j- just can't get the pieces kept coming together coming together. They're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. And this is something that I I definitely found out recently. Um that the Beatles' music is on Universal Music Group also, and the Beatles catalog was transferred to UMG, moved from Calderstone Productions, and unbelievable. So yeah, I love listening to the Beatles. I think they were geniuses at that time in the '60s. I wish they had never broken up, but the they were they were geniuses at that time because. The sounds that George Martin was doing with the Beatles and um, meshing blues rock together at that time, and they were definitely ahead of they were definitely ahead of everybody else. I'll, I'll call it like I see it. Paul McCartney, um, John Lennon, George Harrison, Ringo. You know, he just played the drum tracks that Paul and uh, John Lennon told him to play. <laughs> but anyway. That's how it was, and it's gonna, and that's it. That's that's how, it's gonna, how we're gonna be remembered. The Beatles were ahead of everybody else at that time. You know, I know Jimi Hendrix and everybody else was coming out there. Eric uh, Clapton McCream, Cream, uh, Led Zeppelin. Still, these guys were ahead of the game. The Beatles were fabulous musicians. Okay, let's keep it moving here, and. Like I said, uh, uh, tongue tied here. Um, Universal Music Group, phenomenal. Very large company. Like I said, they have the headquarters is in the, in the Netherlands, but the operations are in Santa Monica, also, California. All right. Great, 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 great. Oh, okay. Here we go. We got some more information for you. Um, also, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody became the most streamed long. Stream song from the pre-streaming era, and the most streamed classic rock song of all time. On uh, February 2019, UMG fully acquired music distributor in Grooves. So now they're on the bandwagon of music streaming. Not so much streaming, but their catalogs. They're putting the catalogs out there, okay? Uh, they're also, in 2019, uh, Fast Company uh, recognized uh, Universal Music Group as one of the most fascinating companies to work for. Um and another thing too June YouTube and umG announced they'll be upgrading more than one thousand popular music videos to high definition uh releasing them through 2020 so that's even more information even though we're it's 2022, but still this is something that's you know a company with innovation is using to corner more people all right and more information here we go we're talking about more you know. Companies getting together, merging. In 2019, uh, Tencent and Vivendi, if you know who Vivendi is, a very, very large entertainment company in France. Um, so in 2019, Tencent and Vivendi started negotiations to sell 10% of Vivendi's stake of Universal Music to Tencent with their Japanese, I mean, excuse me, their Chinese company that does a lot of work uh, building cell phones so be it all right uh, and vivendi is now the largest uh, shareholder of uh, universal music group now okay and then also you have other companies in there um, people is a, now you got hedge fund companies you have uh, persian square holding the only percentage of universal music group okay And then, you know, Spotify even updated any and getting more music streamed on their service. So, it just shows you how strong and how big of a company we were. Virgin Records used to have a store in midtown Manhattan. And, you know, Virgin, has you know, the airplanes and everything. But they would have a record store in midtown Manhattan back in the day. They're not there anymore. But... It was nice to see all the all the artists that they had. You could buy all their music. I don't care if you're from what part of the country they had it in there. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. Um, a lot of mergers. Okay. So right now, as of today, another merger has a, a uh, has occurred with Universal Music Group. Okay, um, French businessman uh, Vincent Bollardi. Am I pronouncing it right? If I am I pronouncing it incorrectly, please let me know. Uh, he is majority shareholder of Universal Music Group at twenty eight percent now. Uh, he's got holding companies that he's able to negotiate this and to hold these interests in in uh, Universal Music Group. Um, the son. Uh, is running the company, Universal. So it's now in the hands of Volati. If I'm pronouncing that right, please correct me if I'm wrong. Okay? Also, Tencent, Tencent, the company from China, they still have their percentage. And Pershing Holdings uh, holds 10%. That's an American company. All right? So, like I said, and the artists that are on The Universal Music Group, you know who they are. Uh, Do you know who they are? I'm not even going to tell you. You know, I think I told you, but I'm going to tell you who they are. Taylor Swift, Sting, Bad Bunny, Weekend, Drake, Billie Eilish, Otis Redding, Kendrick Lamar, Justin Bieber, U2, Alicia Keys, Billy Joel, and others. So, and also they've founded other labels, uh, Motown. Well, Motown's been there. They bought Motown, okay? Motown, Barry Gordy on it for a long, long time. He sold it to Universal. Def Jam South. Ludacris. You know the, you know the whole gang. And then Universal Music Africa. So I don't know any of the African musicians. If some people do, send me an email or hook me up and I'll give them uh give them a little pub. Okay. So that's my. <clears throat> That's what we talk about here for the one of the largest, probably the largest entertainment company in the world. And like I said, they the music publishing the revenues are uh, five point nine eight four billion dollars in euros, which comes out to seven billion dollars in American money. Like I said, Vincent um twenty eight percent, Vendy ten percent, Tencent. Twenty percent Persian Holies, ten percent, and they are like I say. Operation headquarters are located in Santa Monica, California. Very beautiful place, Santa Monica. If you have a good chance, go on the Santa Monica P.S. I enjoyed it. That's the only thing I can say about California. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone. Um, I'm going to talk about. Okay, so now with the holidays coming up, Black Friday. Oh, one more thing before we go. Uh, before we move on i will be doing a black friday show let me repeat i will be doing that black friday show and we're going to talk about the what's good to buy and what's not good to buy for good friday now i mean not good it's mostly going to be you know head, oil electronics are good 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 deals are going to be out there okay i shouldn't say that so good deals that are going to be out there for For the holidays or, you know, for Black Friday. And I'm going to tell you to be honest, people, I'm not going out there. I'm sorry, I'm not going out there. Last time I went out, matter of fact, last year, I tried to go get a pair of shoes at the mall, couldn't find anywhere to park. Guess what I did? I went home and parked my car and never left. Okay? So I'm not going out. Terry Toots is not going out. No, sir, no way. If I do go anywhere shopping, It'll be in the middle of the week because the weekend. are uh, cray, cray, cray. Okay, so next part of the show, we're going to talk about a company that I've never, have I ever bought anything from them? I think I have. Okay, so next, first we're going to talk about two companies. First one we're going to talk about is Klipsch. That's spelled K-L-I-P-S-C-H. Um, data the makers are very good Uh, high-end speakers and, and some they have low-end but they their market is really high-end the next company we'll talk about they do a little bit of everything and they do too with uh with clips so let's get started so we're going to talk about this the company uh was founded under mr paul clips who was born in elkhart indiana um and he is the one how he started his company. So let's get into all that good stuff. He was an engineer. Um, let's get, let me get this here. So Mr. Clips was an engineer. Um, he went to Stanford University and decided to, you know, utilize the inf- sound of horns and everything. And... He is the maker of what they call a tin shed um, creation of his microphones. I mean, excuse me, not microphones of his speakers. And <clears throat> so, basically, what I'm going to uh, the so he did uh, horn sounding for trains and stuff like that in buildings. So the first twelve clips horns uh, utilize what's electric high frequency drivers. Okay um this is what he developed in the first so-called speaker you know what i mean and he has developed uh talent in the clips um speakers that it's unbelievable so like i said he went to stanford um and did a Symposium Auditory Perspective by Bell Telephone Lab. So this guy was really, 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 really talented. And I'm to tell anybody that's, you know, he's still, his company still is here. And they're very good, very good speakers. Um, I think I bought a product from them a long time ago. I can't recall them. And, you know, this did. The the equipment's really good. They they make everything from home speakers, Bluetooth speakers, um, sound bars. Uh, They do surround sound systems. They do computer speakers, tabletop speakers. They do speakers for outside if you want to have speakers. They also have uh, cinema systems to connect uh, to your home. I mean, unbelievable the stuff that uh, clips... Mr. Clips has developed. And his, if you go to, you know, the regular stores, Best Buy, um, there's a store in Columbia, Maryland here. I think it's called Phonogram. They have some of his speakers in there also. Any distributor of high-end, not so much high-end, but that sells speakers, they will have his product in there. So um, definitely you got to check that out. Let me just get some more information on him because he's a pretty interesting guy here. Uh, let's see. i are going to get some more information from you. So, yeah, like I said, his, his company, he's no longer with us, but the gentleman was a pioneer of developing, you know, speakers, you know, speakers for us. People can't afford the thousands and thousands of dollars of high-end speakers, but something that they want to listen to at home just to chill with surround. So he's got simple surround sound systems also. And you know, you can't beat it. He, I mean, he's unbelievable. So I'm going to give you a little information. Um, So he was a graduate of Stanford university. Everyone knows Stanford university is basically um, what's the word to use? Uh, Ivy league. So that's out in Silicon Valley. So, everybody out there is smart. Okay. So, let's put that to rest. So, what they're saying here, um, someone mentioned him at, you know, at Stanford. Hey, man, you know, speaking makes a better sound than the whistle. You know what I mean? So, you know, he worked on that and tried and tried, and he got it right. So, like I, and then here, he was in the military also. Um, well, I'll read a little history. It says it was then during his military service at the Southwest Proving Grounds, located in Ho- Ho- excuse me, Hope, Arkansas, okay. that um, he refined his uh, corner horn speaker design, and people were amazed by what he did. All right. So let's just see what else we got for him. So like I said, his all of his... It just transformed, you know, in 1938. He came out with stuff. And it says here in 1940, Eclipse acquires the first factory building, formerly the Telephone Exchange building for the Southwest Proving Grounds in Hope, Arkansas. And he hired a cabinet maker to make the speakers, uh, Mr. Lloyd McClellan. Okay. And. Let's see, I was reading something earlier about him that he puts he um, did some other work. So he's done a phenomenal job. And he did the first uh, speaker for the Performing Arts was in 1963. And, you know, he did it for uh, a concert and for, for a speaker. And like I said, he was a phenomenal guy. Who did so much um, and he is in the Audio Hall of Fame and did not know that even existed but that's cool <laughs> so yeah so he um, you know he was a tremendous innovator of taking something simple and now it's huge I mean clips has stuff all over the place and like I said, their company is in Indiana, and they make very good high-end speakers. So if you ever get a chance, I listened to them at. Um, I was at Best Buy, and they had a pair. They had a surround sound system. It was a skinny speaker. It had a woofer, it had a woofer, and a small skinny uh, subwoofer. Boom! It was. It sounded beautifully. Excuse me. The sound bar with the sub, excellent, excellent, excellent. Use that. You hear the tonation of you know of the strings in the and I symphony and all that good stuff. Okay. In 2004, Mr. Paul Klitsch was inducted into the Consumer uh, Electronics Hall of Fame. All right. So, like I said, his he all his stuff still lives in for me, and it's used worldwide. And can't go wrong so ladies and gentlemen if you get a chance uh i'm thinking about buying some of this stuff but you know this is we're going to talk about that on black friday we're going to talk about him and we're going to talk about this other character you might have heard of him his name is amar gopal bose oh you know mr bose bose music go speak it okay uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Bose was born in Philadelphia to a Bengali father, Nona Gopal Bose, U.S. mother, English and German uh, ancestry, Ancestry Charlotte, graduated from MIT with a degree in technology, excuse me, electronical engineering, okay? Electrical engineering, okay? Um, he bought a sound system, what I'm reading here, is that he didn't like it. He wanted to do something himself. 64, he started Bose Corporation. Um, So what he was doing is he was taking the acoustics. um, He was exploring acoustics in the speakers and creating them into something that would be pleasurable. This is in 1964, the year I was born, okay? So he started working with that. And then in 1972... He, his first product was sold over in Germany, in Bad Hamburg, Germany. They were selling his products over in Germany, and the people loved them. Loved them, loved them, loved them. So, you know, Bose, I've had both. The bookshelf speakers, they don't even exist anymore. I think they're, they were just so good. I bought a pair in 1990, and let me tell you, they were just a, Oh my God, the greatest sounding speakers I ever had in my life. They eventually died because I couldn't find anybody to work on them, but I had them for such a long time. But the music on them was just unbelievable. Excuse me, ladies, I'm just getting a drink. Uh, so, so we're gonna get, talk. We're gonna get, try and get this over real quick. So, in 1986, um, he started doing a prototype noise canceling. 1986. Okay. Um, And in 1987, he is named the inventor himself and uh, Mr. Dr. William R. Short are named inventors of the year. It's unbelievable. 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 So, like I said, the the music, I have the Sport Bowls headphones, Bluetooth, and I like listening to them on the airplane because you have the noise canceling, and oh my god! I was coming home from Vegas, and I had the ANC on, and I didn't hear not a child. I didn't hear the engine of the airplane, which is not good. When you can hear hear, I mean, kind of scary, but it blocks out this. All the ANC works so good. Okay, two thousand, he um, started the Quiet Comfort headphones. If you ever listen, get a chance to listen to those quiet, confident headphones at Best Buy, or uh, I think, uh, yes, they do. Uh, Walmart has, if you go in there and listen to them, they're phenomenally good. Oh my God, the crisp tone in there is excellent. So, uh, like I said, he was a phenomenal guy. He was an engineer and he knew. What people wanted to hear, especially when his speakers and then now with the earbuds. He's no longer with us anymore. He died in 2013 at age 83. But his intuitiveness that know that people like music and like to hear it crisp, not that ratchet sound, you can't go wrong with a Bose product. Okay. We're going to talk about Bose next week when. When I do my Black Friday uh, gift or Black Friday steals or what to get, I'm not gonna tell you what to get, but what what's good out there, okay? So, and also, uh, let's do this real quick. That, um, like I said, the headphones are excellent, excellent, excellent. 2014 game on. poses is the official headset headphones of the NFL. This is what the NFL said. Bose brings noise cancer technology, to NFL, uh, improving coaches, on field communication, enhancing the in game experience for fans in stadium and at home. They had told the truth. NFL is not going to change until someone can come up with something that sounds as good as that. Now, when I worked at um, Nextel, they were using Nextel headsets on the sidelines in the NFL games. I think that was back around. 1990, no, that was, yeah. I would say around 2000, 1999, 2000, but with the quite cool, quite comfort headphones, you're not, you can't get anything better than that. I'm sorry. It, it, it's just, they're the best. Like you're going to pay for it though. Okay. You're going to pay for it. You're really going to pay for it. And now, um, I just found this out today. Um. So Bose is working with the hearing augmentation. Bose was the first to introduce FDA cleared, self-fitting hearing augmentation technology for consumers who perceive mild to moderate hearing loss. Uh, you can't, believe, can't go wrong there. Now Jabra is doing the same thing, but Bose is doing it. I think Bose can tweak it a little bit better than Jabra. All right. And I'm going to go through some of the products real quick. Um, quiet comfort headphones, forty five or two forty nine ninety nine. Bose seven hundred headphones, three hundred seventy nine ninety nine. That you can't go wrong. And then SoundBars started at five hundred seventy nine dollars. Um, the uh, Bose base module five hundred speaker, that's four hundred dollars. And the Wave system is five hundred dollars. I mean. That's how it is, people. Bows, you gotta pay for perfection. And they really do have some of the best. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanna say goodbye. I hope everyone enjoys the the weekend. And uh I will do, I will be back next Friday. I'm gonna try to do Friday afternoon. Okay. Let everybody get their bellies all, you know, smoothed out from eating all the turkey stuffings on collard grains. Um What else we usually have? Um, Not muffins. What what do you call it? Rolls. Dinner rolls. All that good stuff. So, like I said, I just want to hope everyone enjoy their Thanksgiving. I will be back here. I'm not taking a break, people. No, 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 no. I will be back here on next Friday afternoon. All right? Once again, ladies and gentlemen, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself. And please say a prayer for those three football players that lost their lives. Just remember, they're not coming home. They're all going home, but they're going to a resting place. So say a prayer for them. Say a prayer for their families. Once again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I will be back next Friday, and we are not taking the weekend off. I will be here next Friday. We'll talk about the Black Friday um, surprises and What's good for the holiday? All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Love you. Take care.